Over the last two decades, I've been in an insatiable quest to learn everything I can about leadership. What makes the best leaders so good? After running companies small and large over the last 20 years, today, I speak on stages all across the world to audiences who are interested in that same question. My name's John Laredo. I'm your host, and I invite you to join me on this journey as we explore this very topic and what makes the best leader so good. Welcome to Tomorrow's Leader. All right, welcome to today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader, where we dive deep on all things leader-related, related to leading yourself and leading others. I'm John Laredo, your host on this beautiful President's Day of 2022. Uh, it is February 21st, and I just got back from a fantastic trip to Los Angeles to visit my son, Nick, who's out there, and uh, just had a blast. I was out there with my daughter, Sky too, and just loved it, loved it, until I had to take a red eye back last night, which absolutely sucks. There's no way to say it any other different, uh, any differently. For those of you who don't know what a red eye is, that's the flight that leaves Los Angeles at 11 at night on a Sunday, as it was, for example, and arrives at seven in the morning, although this one connected in Atlanta. So it's bad enough to take a red eye, but when you have to get off the plane and jump on another one at five in the morning, uh, it is miserable. So uh, in a perfect world, you'd sleep through, you know, 90% of this plane, this flight, but me, no, I didn't. I slept for about a half an hour. Um, I just cannot sleep on planes. I take melatonin sometimes, and but that knocks me out for the rest of the day. So needless to say, I didn't take any anything last night, and I'm paying the price for it. So, um, but I'll tell you, I don't know. I don't know how they can possibly make these seats smaller. I'm six three, two hundred and forty five pounds. I do not fit in most of these seats and this plane was packed uh no upgrade opportunities nothing and uh it sucked i gotta say and i don't I, it's not just me i feel bad for the people that i sit next to like i look at the faces as i'm walking down the aisle and the just sheer you know uh utter shock or just they're praying i mean the look in their eye is just this look of just being horrified as i start to approach and get nearer to their aisle their row and they know that the empty seat right there likelihood is is me sitting in at this one i was in the very last row row 40 most planes don't even have 40 rows that was row 40 and um this <laughs> poor little small lady sitting next to me i just felt horrible but um i i don't know about you but i do this thing where as i'm falling asleep i I just, I don't know why I just have this dream or something that, and so maybe some, some of you out there that are dream analysts and can tell me what this is like, I have a dream and it all, it only seems to happen when I'm on a plane and I have a dream that I'm like falling off of something out of the plane, off of a bed. I don't know what it is. And I just jerk suddenly. So I, I, this, this brief half hour of time that I was sleeping, I was awoken because not only did I jerk my whole body and scared the crap at everybody near me, but I must have made some kind of sound like, Wah! and all I know is I scared the crap out of everybody around me. I mean, can you imagine just, it's like, I mean, literally four o'clock in the morning, it's peaceful, it's quiet, the cabin is dark, everybody's sleeping, including me, everybody, I'm still, and all of a sudden, Wah! 
just you know <laughs> scare the crap i scared the crap out of me and just these poor people next to me so i'm sorry because i know i ruined your sleep too but anyways i'm not a good guy to uh, have next to you on a plane uh especially red eye so uh, all right. In any event, tonight's today's topic um, today, I, I want to talk about the concept that many leaders face, many of us face in general, when we confuse conditions and, and allow them to kind of paint, we paint a broad brush of our opinion on an experience or a person or a situation or an opportunity based on conditions that are actually temporary. And I'll, I'll give you an example. It's kind of like going to Disney. Uh, I love Disney World, a lot of fun. Been there a bunch of times, as I'm sure many of you have been there before. Uh, if you go at the wrong time, I mean, Florida in the summer is really uncomfortable. So I don't know if you've ever been to, to uh, Disney when it is brutally hot. Um, I have, and I will tell you, it is not very fun. It really is not. Now, Disney is a really fun experience, but if you go there where it's really like the brutal humidity and heat that Florida has to offer to you in July and August and whatnot, it is really not fun. I don't, I don't Whatever way you dress it up, it's just not. It sucks the fun out of it because you're dripping sweat the whole time. So you got to really choose the time that you go. But, you know, needless to say, Disney is a phenomenal experience. It's a lot of fun uh, and it's, it's a blast. But I think about that. If that was the only time that I ever went to Disney and it was that time when it was really, really hot, I'd be tempted to think about Disney in a really negative way, right? I'd just be thinking, yeah, no, nah, I didn't have a good time. You know, I don't, I don't want to go there. I don't like it. I don't like Disney in general. It's not a fun experience. In reality, it is. But if my only experience was with it was during like this massive heat, heat wave, and I went on a day or a couple of days where I was, you know, super high humidity and really, really hot, and I was really uncomfortable, well, yeah, you know, I'm, my experience is going to be warped. I'm, I'm going to have a negative outlook on this whole experience at Disney. But it wasn't Disney. It was the conditions that I experienced Disney in. So what does this have to do with leadership? Well, leaders all the time, we're in charge of making decisions. You've got to make really important decisions. And those decisions are based on your opinions of certain situations, of people, of opportunities, whatever the case may be. One of the most critical things a leader has to do is strip away the conditions that might affect positive or negative, negatively their feelings about what they're looking at. So for example, um, and, and we, as I've said many, 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 many times, we're all leaders. We are all, whether you're in a leadership, formal leadership position or not, you are in charge of leading your own life. And I have seen people make decisions where they have left great, great jobs with a great career path, and they left that job with a great career path and a great future because of one person. That one person created a condition for them that really made it unpleasant. Now, maybe that was their boss. Now, I get that. I mean, that's really, you can't like really avoid that if your boss is making your life miserable and you're not enjoying your career because of that. But I've seen people actually make a decision because of one person. They left a company, they left an opportunity, they made a, a totally different career path. And it wasn't the career, it wasn't the company, it wasn't the opportunity, it was one person. And I've seen them leave 
And then that one person shortly after ends up getting replaced, uh, moved out. They leave, somebody else comes in and that person's like, wow, why did I leave? So I, I, I encourage you to think about this. You know, we've all dealt with different times in our lives that are difficult, right? We've gone through different periods of time that affect how we think, how we feel, and ultimately how we perform. So if you're a leader and you've got somebody on your team that might not be performing well, and let's say they have been a strong performer consistently, but this period of time they're not, it might not be because of what you think. It may not be because your instinct might be, well, maybe they're not cut out for this anymore. Maybe they're losing their interest. Maybe they're uh, just not working as hard. Maybe they're just not cut out for this specific responsibility or opportunity anymore, whatever. Maybe that's not the case. Maybe it's just something that's going on in their life that's impacting their performance. I mean, think about it. If somebody's going through a really tough time personally, it is really hard. Is my And I've been through it myself. I remember times, I remember my my mom when she had a stroke. My mom had a stroke when I was in my, uh, uh, I think it was fifth year of the business and I was in leadership. And as much as I tried to keep things going and, and thank God she's alive and well, she's doing fantastic. But this was a really, really scary time. I mean, really scary. She actually worked with me. I saw her every day. She came in the office. She was my, my, um, uh, operations person of my business, of my practice. I relied on her aside from her being my mom. Uh, she was part of my business and she suddenly had this stroke. And I remember just the next number of months being horrific. It was horrific. And as much as I tried and worked my butt off to make sure that my business didn't go off track and that my leadership performance and everything, my roles and responsibility in the organization, I was I was meeting, if not exceeding everything I had to do, it was impossible. I found myself doing things that I would never do, forgetting things that I would never forget. I just was not in that mental frame. It was not, it was not, it was impossible for me to be my, the A player that I wanted to be. I just couldn't because I was dealing with this, with the situation with my mom that was so important. So you have to realize as a leader, you've got people that may be very, very talented and very willing to perform and do what their role and responsibility is, but there may be some stuff that's going on and sometimes just asking the questions uh, of, of what might be happening or what conditions might be making me feel a certain way about whatever I'm looking at. Sometimes when you strip away the conditions, it ultimately leads you to a better assessment, whether it's a person, whether it's an opportunity, whether it's just a business decision that you're making, the conditions affect how we feel ultimately and sometimes They negatively or positively influence them when they should not. Unjustly, they positively or negatively influence that. And it's temporary. Those conditions are temporary. So uh, just just a cautionary word of advice, uh, something to think about um, based on experiences, based on things I've seen uh, with leaders. Um, You know, I've seen people that have left a career not because it was the right decision, but they were not having success. And I would, what I would encourage you to think about is ask yourself the question, would I be thinking about leaving this career, this business, if I were having success? Because that may change the entire picture, right? Usually we love the things that we're very good at. When we're having success, we tend to be more passionate about it. We love it. But that 
lack of success might be just that temporary period of time to get this business going or whatever it is, and you may not be making the right decision. I almost left financial services at a period of time, not because I didn't love it, but ultimately because I just was not having success early in my career. And I figured, you know what? This is miserable. I didn't like it. And who can blame you, right? If you're not successful and not doing well, it's easy for you to not like something. And I asked myself two questions. One is, do I think I can do this business? And do I want to do this business? If I was having success, would I really enjoy it? Yes. The answer to those questions were yes. And I kept going. And that, that was those were important uh, questions for me to, uh, to ask. So uh, again, just think about that. The conditions that exist right now, is that uh, warping your uh, perception or perspective of what's going on with that person, with this opportunity, whatever the case may be. I'm here if you need me, reach out. I'd love to hear the things that you're going through right now, challenges, things that you have on your mind, different problems, opportunities, whatever the case may be, uh, I'm here for you. So uh, as always, appreciate you listening. Like, subscribe, share, all that kind of good stuff. Go down below, give five-star review, and I will see you next time. Thanks. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader for suggestions or inquiries about having me at your next event or personal coaching. Reach me at john at loritogroup.com. Once again, that's J-O-H-N at L-A-U-R-I-T-O-G-R-O-U-P.com. Thanks. Lead on.